a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Americans really don't like cancel culture and censorship, but increasingly we're censoring ourselves, especially when it comes to faith and religion and our own opinions. Why is that? And what can be done to be better about uh, changing public discourse? You may remember last year I had the opportunity to sit down with His Eminence Alpita Foros from the Greek Orthodox Church of America. We talked about the importance of personal religious expression. People want to be in public what they are in private. And that's a human right. Of course, uh, having uh, a secular state and equal distances and behavior to all religions and faiths. And it's another thing to expect from someone to forget his faith and forget his identity because faith is part of his identity or her identity. So being able to bring your whole authentic self into the workplace, into the public square is so important. Uh, really pleased to have joining us on the show, uh, Dr. Jeff Myers. He's the president of Summit Ministries. He's the author of 14 books, including Understanding the Faith, Understanding the Times, and Understanding the Culture. Dr. Myers holds a Doctor of Philosophy degree from the University of Denver and uh, had a press release about some polling recently that was most fascinating to me in terms of how we approach all of this. Uh, Dr. Myers, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, Boyd, great to be with you. So tell us just a little bit about the uh, the poll. So interesting in terms of uh, you actually found some areas where the American people, actually everybody agrees. <laughs> well, 30 seconds on why Summit Ministries does polling because we're, you know, we're a program that trains young adults to yeah. become leaders and to embrace a biblical worldview. Uh, so we're not a polling company, but we do a lot of polling because we want to understand the cultural moment that we're part of. And especially, boy, do we want to look for things where Americans agree because we're being told all the time, oh, we, we're, it's, everything is torn apart. If, you, if people don't agree with you, they hate you and you should hate them. But we found things in this most recent poll, for example, 79% of voters said that people who adhere to biblical values should have the right to express their religious beliefs publicly. Only about 8% of people said they should not. Another thing Americans agreed on is that 77% said that canceling someone for their beliefs is harmful to society. 50% of people, in fact, said it's very harmful about 5% of the people said it's a good idea. It's not harmful. It's actually a positive thing to cancel people 
uh, for their beliefs. So we're finding, Boyd, that you know, 90-some percent of Americans are pretty well unified on the idea that, yeah, you can say what you think. You have to defend it, of course. Yeah. And you can't expect that there will never be consequences. But you have the right to say it, and very, very few people disagree with that. Yeah, and I love the fact that you raise this idea of, of why you do the polling, uh, because it is culture, and I'm, I'm one of those who firmly and passionately believes that it, that it is culture uh, and community that lead politicians tend to follow, but uh, sometimes we, we get that wrong in our heads, and, and sometimes we get that wrong in terms of how we censor. Looking at these numbers, I was, I was fascinated uh, to see how many people had uh, agreed that everyone should be able to express themselves, but then when it came to their own personal belief, uh, they often held back. A lot of people hold back, and and I, I, I don't know exactly why that is. I, I thought the interview that you just played the clip from was really fascinating. The difference that is emerging between what people hold internally and what they will express externally that is a sign of a totalitarian moving culture mm. when people can't say out loud what they think inside, whether somehow prevented or punished for it. But a lot of Americans think they're going to be punished. Um, 42% of people in our study, our, our poll, said that they're hesitant to share their beliefs because they might be shamed or harmed in some way. 31%, boy, this was unbelievable to me. One out of three people said they're concerned they could lose their job if they share anything about their beliefs. Now, different people have different ways to interpret that, but there's a whole lot of fear out there. When You know, the job is, especially in a climate like ours, is one of the most important things a person can have. So if they're afraid they would lose that, they'll probably just be quiet instead and the public dialogue suffers. Yeah, and I think that's such an, an interesting thing. Uh, we had uh, Justice Clarence Thomas was in Salt Lake City last week, and uh, he shared uh, his growing up, of course, in the Deep South. And he talked about the fact that uh, there, there were things that united everyone. It was God and country, uh, and that he learned how to have that elevated conversation in his community. That That's where he really learned to express himself and to figure out what he really believed. And, and then he expressed this concern that when he goes on to college campuses uh, around the country, that uh, that's not what he hears there is everyone is everyone's worried about saying the wrong thing to cross that professor or to you know uh, uh, offend somebody in some way and then suddenly they're on that uh, cancel culture chopping block i guess i feel really privileged to have gone to school in a time when my professors loved class discussion they wanted people to disagree and to talk through their disagreements because they thought that made a good class but in the meantime, a lot of what's happened on university campuses is that professors have decided, look, we're not going to put up with this anymore. What we believe is the only thing that will be spoken. And we don't give a platform to people who believe otherwise because that would give legitimacy to views that we believe are false. Mm. So it's become more of a power struggle and students are unsure of what to do. Some of them will still speak up, but they know that they risk something in doing it. Uh, very often when the students speak up for what they believe, they find that other students would like to do the same thing, but 
everybody's sort of hesitant. You know, yeah. who's going to be the first person on the dance floor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, change is good. You go first. And uh, uh, Dr. Myers, as, as you work with young people, as you train that next generation of leaders, uh, what's it that you're trying to help them understand, or what kind of confidence or skills are you hoping they develop uh, so that we can? create a space, an environment where people can bring their whole authentic self, uh, regardless of faith tradition or political belief or opinion? Yeah, well, that's a really tough thing to do. Our program is Christian in its orientation. It's non-denominational. We have people from all different Christian traditions who are coming to be a part of the program. But the, the first thing that means to us is that we want to treat every single person who's here as someone who bears God's image. You have value individually and uniquely because you bear God's image. But because we all bear God's image, then that should change how we relate to one another. And if you think about it, what you believe about God affects what you believe about reality, which affects what you believe about what's right and wrong, which affects what you believe about what makes a good society. So everything flows from some of these really important uh, questions that begin with what is the cause, nature, and purpose of the universe. And so what we're hoping, Boyd, for students to have happen to them when they're here is that they'll, you know, 75% of young adults say they believe they have no sense of purpose or meaning. Mm. We hope that they'll see that they live in a world that does have that kind of meaning and their lives can have meaning as well. Uh, fantastic. Dr. Jeff Myers, president of Summit Ministries. Uh, Dr. Myers, we'll have you back. I want to continue this conversation. This is an important beginning point, not an end point. Uh, much more to come as we try to figure out ways to have those conversations and help everyone find that mean, meaning, that common ground, which, of course, we always discover on the higher ground. We're going to step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, it is March Madness and CAA basketball season. Reminds me of some important lessons from the best of the best. Coach John Wooden, some lessons in leadership coming up next. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.